Racing Nation with James O'Shea. Victorian Racing this weekend takes us to Pakenham. So Pakenham hosting a big nine event card. Let's see if we can help you find a few winners on the card. But thanks to Hogan's Family Jewelers joining me now from thepuntingbaron.com.au. He is the punting baron, Shane Matthews. How are you? Very good, James. How are you, mate? Not too bad. Off to Pakenham. Yes, Royal Pakenham. Uh, I think I said a couple of weeks ago when I said, oh, if you told me 15 years ago we'd be having a standalone Saturday meeting at Cranbourne, I would have said you needed to get your head read. And uh, if you told me 15 years ago the same about Pakenham, I would have said the same. But uh, obviously a uh, big investment from Racing Victoria in the track out there, and they've uh, made this day their own in recent times. So, and good fields, strong fields. Uh, uh, I think they'll be pretty happy with what they've got in front of them. The cup field looks to have held up pretty well, and the support card in particular, really strong. And uh, probably one of the bigger highlights of the day is seeing uh, Jamie Carr back in action on a Saturday. So looking forward to uh, renewing hostilities with Jamie Carr. <laughs> We're going to have a running yeah. battle. I was going to say, in jest, at least it's it's helped you with your ledger the last, what's it been, three, four, I don't know how many months you've been yeah, out anyway. Yeah. yeah, no, 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 but we've still got a fair bit to uh, make up on the scoreboard. I think she's still about 100 in front of me, so uh, we need to we need to claw it back. But I actually do like one of hers, so uh, no, it'll right. be good to, I mean, it will be good to see Jamie come back, uh, back in action, and uh, no doubt she'll be keen to get on the board pretty quickly. Uh, I think we often see with these top jockeys when they come back from that lengthy absence, they generally tend to hit the ground running, so uh, would have been surprised to rack up a few winners over the weekend. Yeah, no doubt about it. Good to see J-Car back in the saddle. All right, let's have a look at a few of the races you came to preview here. Puntingbaron.com.au is the place to go. Subscribe to the full service where you get all of the selections uh, from Shane and the team from uh, Victoria, Sydney, uh, Queensland, you name it, right across the country. But we've picked out three here that you want to preview on the podcast, races five, six and eight. So look at the fifth. It's the nine-mile fresh handicap. This one is over the mile. Your thoughts here? Yeah, speaking of Jamie Carr, uh, we're firmly in her corner here with number nine, No Name Lane. Uh, this is a pretty skinny race. Uh, as the market suggests, it looks to be, probably be three main chances in High Stranger, Frankie Pino and No Name Lane. Uh, I thought High Stranger... It was a good win in the Kilmore Cup, but it, everything worked out perfectly for him there. There was a few leaders and a couple of the main chance, the main rivals in the betting in that race were leaders and they kind of undid each other a bit going hard up front. He was able to sit off the back of them and run over the top of them. So it all worked out perfectly for him. He's definitely going to be the hardest horse to beat, I think. Once he, he's a horse that tends to hold his form once he finds it. So he had a little bit of a dipping form but seems to be back on track. So... He's going to be the hardest for No Name Lane to beat. Frankie Pino, I think, is a real question mark getting up to the 1,600. Uh, we've seen him at 1,400 run really well and just missed uh, quite a few times in recent starts. Uh, just looking back, a couple of his 1,600 and 1,550 and 1,700-metre runs, he's had three runs in that distance range. He hasn't really finished the race off as strongly. So I was pretty keen to be against him, whereas this horse, No Name Lane, is just airborne. Uh, dominant win at Morfittville last start over the 1,550 metres. Uh, went to the front, was a big divide, a big drift, far too strong. Before that, was very good in the Gawler Cup. 
form prior to that was good. If you go back five starts ago, he was beating Sinus Express. We've seen that horse be very competitive in Saturday City races in Melbourne. So that all the form seems to look very positive for No Name Lane. Gets the services of Jamie Carr with only 54 kilos on his back. Think he probably rolls forward from that outside barrier. Uh, and can take up the running. And if that's the case, he's going to be in front of High Stranger and Frankie Pino in the run. And think he'll prove pretty hard to run down. I think he's the one to beat. I'm pretty keen to be with him. Race five, number nine, no name lane. So for Jamie Carr, that's race five, number nine. Let's go to the sixth on the program here. It's the Schweppes David Burke Memorial Handicap. This one over 1,200 metres. Thoughts here? Yeah, Ocean Beyond did the right thing by us at Ballarat last start and happy to stay with him. I think he's a horse I've always had a bit of time for. We, we found him pretty early and uh, backed him at Mini Valley when he had when he won, I think it was just his second start. He didn't look to come up last preparation, but all his runs this campaign have been excellent. He, he should have won first up at Caulfield. He then chased home Lombardo, who was airborne at the time. And then had a tough run over the 1,400 metres when wide and on speed at Flemington on Melbourne Cup Day. Dropped back to the 1,200 metres. Uh, look, he would have been a good thing beat there at Ballarat. He was uh, zigzagging in behind them looking for the run. He got the split. And what I liked is when the split came, he really took the gap and sprinted quickly to, to get the prize. Uh, I see no reason why he won't go on with it here. Uh, he's only got 54 kilos on his back. Draws gate two. So he gets that similar stalking run in behind the speed. Uh, you know, looking at the looking at the early odds, Ranting's the other horse that's uh, quite firm in the market. And then, you know, we talk about that Jamie Carr factor. I think there's a bit of the Jamie Carr factor in his early price. Yes, he was much better at Ballarat last start, but he was still double-figure odds at Ballarat in a race that was absolutely decimated by scratchings and was pretty weak by the time it went around. So... Uh, given Ocean Beyond, you know, and Ranting are around the same price, I, I, I certainly think Ocean Beyond's the bet there. Uh, the other horse I'm going to have something on is Munitions. He comes out of that hot race on Melbourne Cup Day where he chased home Quantico. Uh, he's finished fourth there behind Quantico, Serious Suspect and Prime Candidate. That's almost the best form leading into this race. So he's come up around the $7 mark. Uh, Ollie sticks with him from a middle gate uh, with only 54 kilos on his back. He should run well too. So I think I think it's a pretty good two-bet play there with Ocean Beyond and Munitions. Okay, that's a few to consider there. Eight and four. What about the eight then here? It is the Vobus Gold Bullion over the 1,400 metres. Yeah, looking away from the two favourites, Yulong January, the race looks set up very nicely for him. He gets the perfect map, but he typically takes a run or two to come to his top. Uh, jump out was pretty inconclusive. He didn't show much there. The market seems very keen on him, which has me slightly concerned, but uh, certainly don't want to be tumbling into him first up around the $3 mark. And way to go, Paula, is another one for Jamie Carr, who savaged the line at Ballarat last start, but Again, that was behind Duchess of Dorset. I thought that was a fairly weak race as well. So I think, and she's going to be a long way back off the speed, I think, from the wide draw again. So I think there's a couple in the race that come into it fitting in form that can certainly run well at better odds. The first of those is Turbo. He's flying. Uh, last, you know, his form is just impeccable, this preparation. Uh, what's he had? He's had five runs for three wins and two placings. 
the two placings he chased home, Rainbeal and Bermudez, who, you know, Rainbeal was in that right, in a right race first up there at Swan Hill. Bermudez has had a super preparation. He's beaten Real Gun, who went on to win again in that prep. He was brilliant at Geelong winning the Belang Cup, uh, and then quite dominant in the Tatura Cup two weeks ago. He's just flying. Uh, he's attacking the line. I see no reason why he won't run well again. And with that fitness edge on side, I think around that 8 to $9 mark, he looks an excellent bet. The other horse I'm going to have something on is looks like Elvis. Uh, gee, this horse has been around the trap. So he started off up in Queensland, yeah. up your way, and uh, he's made it down to Sydney. He, he, made, he, was, he was a real winner, I think, early in his career, just off the top of my head. And then he's made a habit recently of running well without winning. But... Gee, I mean, you only have to go back three starts ago. He's splitting a tissue and Arameo in a Group 3 race that Randwick. He's, you know, then not too far behind Soldier of Love. Ran well on a heavy track last start at Hawkesbury. Uh, I think this race shapes up really nicely for him. Gate 5 for Brett Preble, fourth run back from a spell. Uh, this shapes as a very winnable race for him, probably one of the more winnable ones he's contested in some time. So, again... He's also around that eight to nine dollar mark. Uh, I think he can run well. So yeah, just betting around the two favourites, uh, looking for some value with looks like Elvis and Turbo. All right, that's your thoughts there. To the eight, best bet is uh, race five, number nine, no name lane for my girl Jamie Carr. Let's hope she can get the chocolate. That's race five, number nine. So that is the best on the program. Now, as I mentioned before, uh, coming into a wonderful summertime of racing, a lot of attention, of course, around Queensland with Magic Millions, but also some really good racing, as always, around Sydney and Melbourne. So, and plenty of people with time off and, and keen to have a flutter here and there. So, it's a pretty good time if you want to sign up to the Punting Baron. Certainly is. Uh, we were able to find Blue Army at a nice price at Caulfield in the Sandown Guineas last week. So. Hopefully we can find a few more of those this weekend. Uh, but yeah, your SMS service starts from just $5 a week. With that, we're betting at mainly the provincial venues, plenty of country cups at this time of year, plenty of big Christmas meetings, uh, Christmas party meetings. Uh, so generally there's some good value to be had at those meetings. But yeah, the best value is the yearly subscription. Uh, with that, you get all your Saturday previews, plus the SMS focusing on those provincial meetings. Uh, that's just $129.95 a year, which works out to be about 2 just over $2 a week, really. So uh, great value, plenty of content, uh, and as you said, a very busy time coming up. So there will be plenty happening. Uh, so you can go to punningbaron.com.au and check all that out. Yeah, it would look perfect under the Christmas tree for uh, for the racing fans. So jump onto the website and find all of the details there. Hopefully we can pay for it with a few winners this weekend. Shane, as always, appreciate your time. Hopefully it's a wonderful weekend. Hopefully it's a good one from Packenham, and let's hope we can find plenty of winners. Jamie Carr and Packenham, how can we go wrong, mate? <laughs> Good luck. You're listening to Racing Nation with James O'Shea.